0: We are back with another solo episode and today I am talking all about how to burn more calories without spending more time in the gym. I think that is just what every woman wants to be able to eat what we want, feel good, and look how we want. That's living the dream right there, right? That's what we're talking about today is how to not spend hours in the gym and burn more calories. But before we dive into that, I'm going to give you a little life update. If you don't know, I've been in a cut since February, which I know sounds like a long time. But I did take a diet break in between. So I'm not just like dieting for weeks and weeks by any means. When I went to Arizona, I took a break for a couple weeks. And I'm going to be bumping myself up to maintenance here in the near future because I'm engaged. And we are planning a July wedding. So that's exciting. Not a lot of time. Lots to do. I actually go dress shopping tomorrow and would prefer not to have to get anything altered between now and then. So, no more cutting for me. (laughs) To celebrate that, we have opened up five spots on our coaching roster. That means exciting news for you. If that is something that you are interested in, the application is always in the show notes, and essentially, What we do is we have a quick conversation to see if it's a good fit. If it's not, worst case scenario, like we send you on your way with a bunch of free resources. But many of our clients are busy working or stay-at-home moms that are trying to juggle life, fitness, kids, work, and more. And we believe that this process has to work for you in order for the results to last forever. I preach sustainability. You guys know that if you have listened to any of my podcasts, we care about making this a lifestyle. And we care about sustainable weight loss because we know most people don't have a weight loss problem. They have a weight maintenance problem. So our goal is to meet you where you're at. We address your lifestyle. So this process makes the most sense for you and your situation. And we troubleshoot based on what is working best. I really believe there is no one size fits all approach. Your coach is responsible for setting up and monitoring your plan, figure out what your body responds to and what allows you to feel your best. So that includes mindset coaching, habit coaching, and integrating all of this into your lifestyle. So not only do you get a customized nutrition protocol, you get a personalized fitness plan, all of which can be found in our own ambitious app. So if you want more information, you can always find it on my Instagram ambitious coaching or shoot me a message on any social media platform and I'm happy to send you more information or shoot me an email or apply and we'll have a quick chat and talk more about it. So, make sure you get on that because I might have some cool incentives if you put on your application that you heard about us through the podcast. Keep that in mind. Now, I want to dive into today's topic, all about burning more calories without spending more time in the gym. Everybody's goal I have a guide on this, so if you want it, you can find that on all my socials, and it will also be linked in the show notes, but there are four components to the amount of calories that you burn throughout the day. So this is something called total daily energy expenditure, and that is basically everything that is energy out. So we know like calories in, calories out. You've probably heard that before. So this is like the calories out side of the equation. So 70% of the calories that you burn throughout the day is your BMR. So your basal metabolic rate. This is your calories burned at rest if you were literally to do nothing but lay in bed all day. That's a large percentage of your calories. Uh, 15% of that is NEAT. So this is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So basically calories burned from everything else outside of exercise, sleep, and eating. So intentional exercise where like you're getting your heart rate up. There's a difference between going on like a leisurely walk and going on like a brisk walk where you're walking pretty intentionally. Your heart rate's likely up, your body's getting warmer. That is different. And that would be considered exercise activity, not non-exercise activity. So keep that in mind. But it's the little things. Like if you are somebody who, you know, taps your feet a lot, that is a form of non-exercise activity. There are little ways that you can increase this throughout the day, and we'll kind of dive into those details as we go through the different things that you can do to increase how many calories you burn every day. 10% is TEF, which is the thermic effect of food. So the calories actually used to digest, absorb, and metabolize the food that you eat. Our food does require calories to break down. And then 5% is EAT or E-A-T, which is exercise, activity, thermogenesis. So that's going to be calories burned while doing exercise. And again, these are all rough percentages because they're going to vary individual to individual and activity to activity. So keep that in mind. But exercise is such a small percentage. That is why they say you can't exercise or out-exercise a poor diet. And it's true. The easiest way to control calories is going to be through your diet because of how much you would actually have to exercise to burn enough calories to put you in a deficit. So what can you actually do to increase these numbers, to increase your basal metabolic rate, to increase your non-exercise activity, to increase the thermic effect of food, like really maximize how many calories your body is burning without spending hours and hours in the gym. And if you're somebody who is spending hours in the gym, please reach out to me or apply for coaching or all of the above. I'm always happy to help for free answer any questions that you have because you don't need to spend hours and hours in the gym. I promise our clients go anywhere from two to four days per week. I have a few outliers that go five days per week, but they're either jobs require it or they are more on the athlete side of things. But if you do not have a very specific fitness goal or very specific fitness requirement for work, you do not need to train for hours several days a week. So let's dive into the things you can actually do to maximize essentially your metabolism and how many calories that you are burning. Number one, you're going to get the most out of your time at the gym if you are strength training. So your basal metabolic rate, remember the calories that you burn at rest, if you were to do literally nothing but lay in bed all day. That makes up the largest portion of calories out. So weight training, resistance training, strength training will help you build muscle, which burns more calories at rest. Stronger engine requires more fuel. So what does this actually mean? The more muscle that you have, the more calories that you burn. And so this is something very interesting I was listening to recently, but essentially comparing men and women and their basal metabolic rate based off of the amount of muscle that they have. So every, you know, women joke like, oh, men have it easy, they lose weight so quickly. And it's actually often because of the amount of muscle mass that they have. If you compare, which you're not going to find this very often, but if you compare a female with the same amount of muscle mass to a male with the same amount of muscle mass, their basal metabolic rate will be the same. Now, men can gain muscle easier. That definitely is a challenge. But muscle is crucial for so many different things, but especially for women, because we are much more inclined to deal with things like osteoporosis, osteopenia. There is a whole host of health factors and risks that we would benefit from if we had more muscle mass. So muscle is crucial, whether you just want to look better naked or you want to get healthier muscle. And I say this all the time. It's the closest thing to a metabolism hack that you are going to find. So build the muscle. Number two is going to be increase your need. So that was your non-exercise activity throughout the day. So that makes up for about 15% of your calories burned. But instead of dedicating, you know, even more time to the gym, spending hours on the stair climber or the treadmill or the bike or whatever, doing cardio, focus on standing more throughout the day. So if you could get a standing desk at work, that would be a game changer for one. A lot of employers nowadays will actually pay to swap them, at least from experience with some of my clients. But if you can stand more frequently throughout your day, that will make a huge difference. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Park further away when you are at the grocery store or going to work. And then a really simple one is like if you're on a phone call and all of clients do this on our check-in like Zoom calls, they'll walk while they're on the call. And I love that because you're killing two birds with one stone. It's a super easy way to do it because either you're just going to sit there on the phone call or on the Zoom call, or you could be getting some steps out of it. So if you are lucky enough to have a walking desk, that can also be a game changer. Me, I have a treadmill that cost me a 100 bucks off Facebook Marketplace and I put a little board across the arms. I put my computer on it and that's how I do a lot of my non-interactive work. So when I'm working on these guides for you guys or I'm doing any type of social media stuff, messaging clients, anything where I'm not recording what I'm saying or on a Zoom call or anything like that, I'm walking on that thing since I don't always have the wiggle room in my schedule to get outside. So that's an option. And the third thing is going to be eat more protein. (laughs) I'm sure you're so tired of hearing me say this at this point, but protein is so important. It also has the highest thermic effect of food. What does that mean? It requires 20 to 30% of its usable energy. So the calories that come from it to be expended for metabolism. So for carbs, for example, it's five to 10% of the calories from those carbs are used to actually break it down. And then zero to 3% is used for fats. Plus, protein keeps you fuller longer. It's just a win-win all the way around. And The benefits of a high-protein diet are endless. If you're not eating enough protein, get on it. If you need help hitting your protein goals, reach out because eating enough protein is very important, especially if you are resistance training. But even if you're not, they have found that just eating more protein without changing your calorie intake can increase muscle mass and decrease body fat without changing your training, without going to the gym, and without changing your calories. So just making that shift alone can make some body composition changes for you. Is it the only change I would make? No, I would definitely include some resistance training with that, especially if your goal is to change your body composition because you will reap more benefits by doing that. But that is a huge benefit of eating enough protein. Plus it keeps you full. If you're struggling with cravings, I talked about that on the last podcast, eat enough protein. It's huge. Keeps you full. Will help minimize cravings. Eat enough of it. And the last one's going to be don't overdo cardio. So, Cardio is great for your health. And I think it has been demonized on social media quite a bit because it's not ideal for weight loss. Like it's not a great way to burn a bunch of calories. While there is benefit to doing cardio, I would keep it to one to two sessions of your training. Every week, you know, throw in some kind of high intensity interval training once per week and then a longer form of cardio, even a more brisk walk would be beneficial. But my rule of thumb is get out of breath at least once per week outside of your resistance training, because that is not cardio. As much as like people will wanna say, oh, 10 sets or 10 reps of squats is my cardio. That's not cardio, (laughs) that's very different. So, Get in your steps and some kind of high intensity interval training that literally takes like 10 to 15 minutes of your time. You could do it at the end of one of your resistance training sessions. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be hours and hours on the treadmill, stair climber, the bike, swimming, etc. You are going to benefit from a lot of the other things that we spoke about. But in terms of heart health, getting in lots of zone two cardio through walking is important. And then still getting your heart rate up with resistance training and with maybe a HIT session or two is good for your cardiovascular health. So definitely be doing that. Don't skip it because everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's not the best thing for your body composition. Your body composition, it's not going to harm if your nutrition is on point and the health benefits are worth it. So do it. Just don't overdo it. I know the thing right now is move more and eat less, and that can be a very harmful statement because a lot of women take that and train at the gym six days a week. They're under eating, you know, the 1,200 calorie diet or less and struggling to see progress for a number of reasons. But these are some basic things that will help you burn more calories without spending hours in the gym. So when you're in the gym, make the most of it, resistance train. I mean, ugly face making resistance training, and it doesn't have to be hour long sessions, even like three half hour sessions a week, three 20 minute sessions a week. You can still get a lot done in that time. So if you have a coach that you're working with or you need a coach that you're working with, shameless plug, um, they should be able to tailor your program to that and to meet those needs so that you are making the most of your time. Park further away, increase your non-exercise activity. There are little ways that you can do this throughout the day. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. A little bit adds up over time. Even if you add a thousand to two thousand steps per day, like at the end of the week, that's seven to fourteen thousand steps per week. That adds up. Pretty quickly. Make sure you're eating enough protein. It should be between like 0.7 and one gram per pound of goal weight. So figure out what your goal weight range is. I don't like very specific numbers, but kind of find that range set your protein goal based off of that. And that goal will never change. It should stay roughly the same. And then don't overuse cardio, but don't get rid of it entirely either. Make sure that you're focusing on these other things first and mastering those things first and still getting out of breath once per week. And if you guys want this guide, like I said, it will be linked in the show notes so you can get it. And it kind of covers everything that I went over today, your total daily energy expenditure and what all makes that up and how to increase the amount of calories that you are burning. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please leave a rating and a review. And if you want to share it on social media and tag me at Ambitious Coaching, that would be amazing. I love hearing your guys' feedback and we'll talk at you next week.